Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, tenoid, you are listening live to Brand New World here on this Tuesday, February 28, 2023, for the third straight podcast. My man Jalen Sandvik is here, and we are here on StreamYard because Jalen, today we're going to be playing fair or foul, where you're going to ask me true or false questions. A lot like the belly sell or whole thing we did last Thursday, which you can check out on YouTube and all of our Brands World podcasting platforms. But today, we're going to be playing fair or foul. I'm excited, man. How about you? Oh, if you guys tuned in, tuned in to buy seller whole, I had Brandon on the ropes. So... I think I got I, – I, you're going to be struggling a lot with these ones. Okay, interesting. Now, again, make sure to go on that little Twitter machine. Type in at real underscore B-World. That's our show Twitter. You can follow us while you're there. Follow me personally at Brandon Lewis underscore 7. You can check out Jalen's Instagram at jsanvic05. You can also check out Brains World. Again, YouTube, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcast. And without further ado, Jalen, since baseball season is right around the corner, we thought we'd put a little bit of spin on true or false and call it fair or foul. You're asking me all things wrestling, NBA, MLB, NFL. Let's get it started, my man. Okay, now for this segment, I it's a lot of general. It's not like 2023. It's just questions in general. Okay. So first one, we're, we're starting with the NFL again, okay? All right. Jalen Hurts will go back to back. To the Super Bowl, trips to the Super Bowl. Fair. I'm gonna say fair. Jalen Ertz and the Philadelphia Eagles. This maybe you know fandom here if you want it to, but Jalen, ask me this. Outside of Dallas and maybe San Francisco, they get a quarterback and possibly Green Bay if Rodgers comes back. Who's in the Eagles' way? They're flying to victory. I'm that's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay, I, I I like it. I like it. Next one. Ro- Aaron Rodgers, after his his little venture to the to the world of darkness, will stay home in Green Bay. Ooh, you know what? This is a 50-50 for me, but I'm gonna lean fair. That's a very hard question. I think it's a 50% chance he leaves. There's a 50% chance he stays. And I just mentioned to you, who's in Philly's way? In Green Bay, who's in Minnesota? Or in Green Bay, uh, in Green Bay, who's in their way? Do we trust Minnesota? No. Chicago's rebuilding. The Lions are good, but Jared Goff on the road, I think they're better. But I don't know. Are they as good as Green Bay? Yeah, they beat them last year. But Green Bay would have Aaron Rodgers. San Francisco, you know, I don't love them. Uh, the Rams, you know, we'll see how they do again coming back. Dallas is certainly going to be good. But there's not a lot of teams in Rodgers' way like there would be in the AFC, which is why I think there's a better chance he stays in Green Bay. I agree. Are you ready for this one? Okay. This is this is, this is is one that I'm, I'm going to take a guess. I think you'll say fair. Okay. But. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure. In five years, 
the Chicago Bears will be back in the playoffs. Right now, I'm going to say foul, actually, Jalen. Here's the reason why. Right now, they have a defensive-minded coach. They are on the wrong side of the ball. If they fired Matt Eberflus tomorrow, like they should have kept Matt Nagy, I believe, they could have been in the playoffs a year from now. I think Justin Fields is good. Don't know how special he is. They have a hard decision to make. But they lean defense, which I don't like in 2023. I think you need to lean offense. I think I think they're stuck to their ways. And the Lions are getting better. Green Bay, even if Rodgers leaves, has an offensive-minded coach and probably a good future with Jordan Love. Minnesota seems to always be there. They'll probably eventually get a quarterback, you know, when Kirk Cousins uh, goes away. So right now, I think the Bears are in a bad spot, which is why I say foul. Okay, I I agree. All right, fair foul. You ready for this one? Let's do it. Sean Payton should have stayed retired. Ooh, you know what? I'm gonna lean fair here, and th- this may be controversial. But this is why, Jay, when I said it on, on Brand World when he was hired, I said, I understand why he wanted to take the job. You have Russell Wilson. You think you can fix him. They have good receivers. They have a good defense. The problem I have is you're going to go up against Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes at least four times every season, a very competitive division. I don't care how good Russell Wilson is. You're always going to be third in your division at quarterback. And if Vegas were to get Aaron Rodgers, now you're fourth. And it's very hard to win being the fourth quarterback in your division, which is why I didn't think Josh McDaniel should have taken the Vegas job. Um, I think Denver's in a bad spot. I understand why they made the move. We all like Denver, but I think we all also overlook the fact that how good Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes are, and if Vegas gets a quarterback, Denver's in trouble. I think Sean Payton's a good coach. I think that there's a ceiling, though, with Denver. Eight, nine, ten wins. I don't think there's ever Super Bowl expectations with them. That's why I say Sean Payton should have stayed retired. You ready for this one? Okay. This one This one might, might anger you a little bit. Ooh, okay. The call at the end of the Super Bowl was a fair and correct call. Oh, I I see where you're going. Foul. Uh, I don't think it was a hold. I don't think he impeded the the. I don't think James Bradbury impeded the receiver Juju Smith Schuster. I think I think again the hold in the first quarter where he grabs the jersey clearly was the wrong call that should have been a hold. They did not call. This call was an absolute wrong call, and it cost the Eagles a chance to go to the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl, I should say. Foul. All right, my, la- my last one. Justin Herbert will win MVP in 2025. By 2025? By yes. By 2025. Wow. If this is a better buy-seller home question, I would have said hold. But if you're asking me fair or foul, 
I knew I had I listen. I had this wrote down in buy, sell, or hold, but I wanted a legit answer. I didn't want to <laughs> hold. This is so <laughs> hard. This is so hard, man. You know what? I'm gonna say fair. He's such a talented quarterback. He puts up so many numbers. The only thing that I think would hurt him is he's in the same division as Patrick Mahomes. Can he beat Kansas City up for the division? With Kellen Moore as an offensive play caller, I think there's a chance he puts up 50 touchdowns this year, and he still could finish second in touchdowns in his own division. Um, but I think Harvard absolutely should win an MVP one day. And by 2025, listen, there's always a candidate that comes out of nowhere, right? We had Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts had a chance this year. Carson Wentz, 2017, just off the top of my head. Uh, I think Herbert's got a good chance. Why else say fair? All right, we're switching to what we love the most. Some people call it a soap opera. I just call it damn good. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm excited. Professional wrestling. This is going towards the two main companies, AEW and WWE. There there are a lot of questions that intertwine. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Besides Roman Reigns, MJF is the hottest thing going in. In wrestling today, I'm going to say fair to that. Um, I think Seth Rollins is really close, but I think MJF is one of the most popular superstars in wrestling outside of the bloodline. He's definitely there. I think there's some WWE stuff that's really good, but I don't think anybody can talk like MJF. Okay, which gets me into my next question perfectly, actually. Okay. MJF is the greatest on the mic we've seen since CM Punk. Yeah, fair. I had to think because maybe Roman, Roman is great, but no one can get a promo like that, man. That's fair. All right, you ready for this one? Yep, go ahead. In 2016, the draft and the brand split should have never taken place. That's an absolute foul to me. Uh, I think it was the right move. I think think the the draft itself could have been done better. I think they could have split up the rosters better. The idea of the brand split has always been a good idea in theory. But for some reason, every year, I have no idea how the hell this happens. Every year, either Raw gets a better roster or SmackDown gets a better roster. And the other show has, like, no stars but one or two. The brand split idea is good in theory. Should Dean Ambrose be the number one pick to SmackDown? No. I think Raw was the better show, though SmackDown had some moments, especially in 2017. That was a great time to be a wrestling fan, and so I disagree with you completely. That's an absolute foul. I, I'm i agreeing with you here. I just came up with the question. Okay. I agree with you. The COVID – are you ready for this one? Okay, I'm excited for this, the COVID era. The COVID era was some of the best storytelling, not wrestling, storytelling we have seen – in a long time. That is by far a fair. And can I add, am I the only person in the world that misses cinematic matches? No. Um, hell no. 
I I thought the Boneyard match was great. I thought the Firefly Funhouse match was great. I thought the Money in the Bank Wagger match was one of the best Money in the Bank Wagger matches I've ever seen. Uh, I thought the Swamp Fight was something else. But with that being said, uh, I love the cinematic stuff. I thought the storytelling, and I've said this, Jalen, and you know, you know, I'm more of a WWE guy than than AEW guy. But I give both companies credit for this. During that dull time when there was no NBA and they went to that stupid bubble, which looked awful, uh, when there was no football, when baseball was there with those stupid cardboard cutouts that looked absolutely stupid, <laughs> wrestling was the one thing that was live every single week. I think the Thunderdome brought new energy to it. Uh, obviously, not being there without fans was something else. But I watched... Raw and SmackDown in an empty arena every single week for months. And while it was sometimes bad, there was a lot of good that came out of it. Specifically, one match that I will never, ever forget in my life. Seth Rollins, Rey Mysterio, eye for an eye match at the Horror Show. That was a good one. Now, I, I, I would like to come out and say that obviously COVID is awful. I would not wish COVID upon anybody. COVID killed a lot of people and a lot of traditions and stuff like that. But the COVID era of wrestling and when sports, when the COVID era of in general, just staying inside and consuming so much content, I'm saying I enjoyed the lockdown. Wrestling-wise, YouTube-wise, I enjoyed the lockdown, and at times, like, I would complain, like, oh, this sucks. I can't go out with my friends. Like, this isn't fun. But now it's we're three years removed from it, and I appreciate the wrestling that was being produced. Jalen, I said on multiple occasions, I said this during COVID, uh, at the time when there was no sports on. So I'm not playing 2020 hindsight here. I don't know if we ever had this conversation much uh, off air, but I'm just going to say it on the air. I enjoyed not watching sports for three or four months. I really did. Uh, I expanded my horizons. You know, outside of wrestling, uh, you know, which gave me a lot to look forward to. I watched a lot of YouTube. I played a lot of old video games. I went back and dug out my PlayStation and my GameCube and all the old game consoles. Uh, and I just enjoy not the pressure of, oh, my God, there's a ball game on until midnight every night. I was like, oh, I can watch a TV show tonight. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can do that. And it just – it gave everybody, I think, a break that COVID was a blessing in disguise in a lot of ways. As bad as it was, and you put it so elegantly about COVID, COVID for me gave me a huge reset of my life in terms of what I want priorities, who I was as a man, who I am as a talk show host, who I am as a person. It put everything back into perspective. When I felt like I was just going, 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 I slowed down, took a deep breath. I am the man of who I am today because of the COVID-19 pandemic. I agree. little sidetrack there, but I feel like that was good. All right. Next question I have for you. Yes, sir. Brandon Lewis. Jalen Sandvik. Chris Jericho will go down as the GOAT of wrestling. That's 100% foul. Um, 
Jericho is a good wrestler. He's obviously invented himself many times. But I believe when you're talking about the GOAT of wrestling, it may be the hardest conversation to have between the NBA, MLB, NFL. The GOAT of wrestling is the discussion that needs to be talked about. I think there are a lot of options. The Undertaker, Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena. And I'm going to throw a fifth one out there that may be controversial. But it depends on if he gets to 16 world championships. I have appreciated this man so much over the last couple years. And I miss him so dearly that I need him back in my wrestling life. Jalen, I'm going to give you a couple guys of who you think I'm talking about. Edge? It can't be Edge. It can't be Edge because he's back. Even though Edge is my favorite superstar of all time, I don't think he has a GOAT case, so he is in my heart, if that makes sense. He's a GOAT in my heart. So he he's not, okay, so he's not in the company currently. He is, this is in WWE currently, but he's not currently on TV. Damn. Former champion? He is a former multi-time world champion. Multi-time. Injured right now or just written off TV? Injured. Ah, gosh. I know I was going to say Rollins, but he just... Oh, boy. This is tough. Is it Lesnar? It is the man that hears voices in his head. Randy. The Viper. Randy Orton. If you build a wrestler from the ground up, Randy Orton, I believe, could make a case. He is one of the goats in professional wrestling history. I agree. By the way, by the way, I just thought of this right this second. Do you put Roman Reigns on that list? Yes. Okay. I think I'm there with you. So we have a Stone Cold, Ric Flair, Undertaker, Cena, Reigns, Orton. I'm not going to put Hulk Hogan on there. I don't think Hulk... I understand Hulk made of NNA WrestleMania is part of the business, yada, yada, yada. I think Stone Cold's better than Hulk. I think Taker brought more eyes than Hulk. I think Cena brought more eyes than Hulk. I agree. So I'm not putting Hulk Hogan on there, but I think you can make an argument for Stone Cold, Cena, Flair because of the 16 World Championships, um, Taker, Reigns, Randy Orton. I think those are your six. Do you think I'm wrong? I think you put Reigns at seven and you give Jericho that six. Hear me out, though. Okay. It's because Jericho is 50, 47, 50 years old, and he is able to stay with the times. He has reinvented himself. He's went from evil, maniacal suit Jericho in 2009, which you know all about, and with that awesome field feud with Shawn Michaels, evil maniacal suit to to the 
uh, he was the Ayatollah rock and roller, and he was he was Y2J, and, and now he's a wizard. In- My argument against Jericho, and I think it's a fair one. Jericho to me was never the marquee. Nobody outside of Chris Jericho fans ever said, "I'm coming to the arena to see Chris Jericho." I agree. Now I have two more. I know I was only supposed to come up with five, but I think you'll appreciate my last no, two. I'm having fun with this. Let's keep it going. I think you'll the Doctor of Thugonomics do, 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 do. was a better gimmick than the Fruity Pebble. Better gimmick. Yep. I say follow to that, even though I want to say fair, because I completely understand your question, but this is why I think it's a Trump question. The Doctor of Economics didn't draw. It was an awesome gimmick, but it wasn't face of the company draw. And John Cena and Jalen, me and you were both John Cena haters back in 2010, 2011, 2012. I I will say this to death. I want John Cena on my TV now every single week. When John is not there, I miss John. I think John is unequivocally now one of the goats. I think he gets wrestling. Uh, and I, I'm i sorry. And I will apologize to John Cena for ever booing him. Unless, yeah. of course, he's facing Edge. Yeah. That is why I say foul. I give you, it was a much more popular, you know, coolish gimmick. But it wasn't the draw that the sweeter the C Nation was. I agree. I think uh, John Cena is literally the walking definition of you don't miss it till it's gone. You can't see me. Exactly. Now, state my last final one for the WWE section. Before John Cena hangs up the Kmart shoes for good. He should win one more WWE championship. I am 1,000% fair. You don't know how much I rooted at SummerSlam 2021 for Cena to beat Roman Reigns for the Universe Championship for Cena to capture championship number 17. I think he needs one more world championship, not just the United States championship. I think Cena needs to be the one to break Rick Flair's record, though, again, I think it could be Randy Orton. I think it could be Sherwood Flair. I think it's more than likely, though, it's going to be John Cena, um, though I don't know when it's going to happen. I I have really wanted a one more Cena versus Edge match. You know, maybe I know Rock is probably not going to wrestle again, but how great would it be to do Cena versus Rock 3 10 years later? Those are the two matches on my bucket with for Cena left to complete. Okay, we're moving on to my favorite sport, the NBA. <sighs> this one, this one, this one hits me in the heart. Okay. Right. 2016 was the greatest season we have ever seen in the NBA. Uh, because of the Cavs championship fair, I think there was a lot of great teams that year, a lot of great storylines. The NBA, maybe it's just because we're from Cleveland and we experience it. The NBA never felt bigger than it did that year. The finals has never felt bigger. There hasn't been a game seven since. There hasn't been a rivalry since Cavs Golden State since. Everybody know buddy, buddy now. That is why I say fair. It hurts. It hurts. 
It hurts to know that it's been almost done. And it's it's going to be seven years this past June. And the NBA, I'll add this, Jalen, the NBA never recovered. When Kevin Durant went to Golden State, the NBA hasn't been the same since. In in three in, in four years, it'll it'll be a decade, right? In four years, yeah, it'll be and a decade. Again, Jay, Jalen, I I think that you'll agree with me on this, right? There's a lot of new talent in the NBA, which the NBA is now more spread out than ever. But I don't know if it's necessarily good basketball. There's a lot of bad basketball out there too. That that whole season from start to finish was good basketball. That whole year was good wrestling. That was good baseball. Oh, I don't even want to bring that 2016 up. 2016 was amazing. This is when me and you were peaks riding high that summer off a championship. This was so good. I tell my girlfriend this all the time. I tell my mom this. I tell my dad this. I tell everybody around me. If I could close my eyes and wake up in the summer of 2016, I would never leave. I Every day over. I don't know about that because I've changed so much. I like the person I am today more than I did seven years ago. But I'm not saying you have to change. I'm saying you would just go back to that time period. Oh, yeah. I'm Without just... a doubt. Cavs, Guardians. I mean, the Browns were with Hugh Jackson, their fucking coach, but forget that. Well, um, we scribbled that out. That's that that doesn't that doesn't count. We the summer of WWE with the brand split, which we mentioned earlier. So good, so so good. Okay, Brandon Lewis, Jalen Zambic, LeBron. Raymond James, born to Gloria James. 12-30-1984. Only he would know that, folks. We'll walk out of the NBA when the NBA is done with four more championships. Wait, four more? Yep. To the four he already has. Yep. So he'll have eight. A hundred percent foul. Um... He might win one more, and that might is like ten percent. Um, listen, you, you all, all you MJ fans, you point to the championships, and I give you it because LeBron really only has three. The fourth he got because of a bubble. Make the argument he could have had only two because the one in twenty, uh, the one in twenty twelve was the lockout year. You could also make the argument twenty thirteen he got saved by Ray Allen. So you can make the argument LeBron has one legitimate NBA championship. I could actually hear that argument and agree to disagree with you on it. Jalen, you know how much that hurts to admit, but I'm admitting it. There's no way in hell he gets four more championships. Maybe he goes to another team like the Cavs or somebody else to get one more championship. I don't think it's with the Lakers, but I think as of right now, he stays and walks out with four NBA championships. I agree. Donovan Mitchell will win at least one MVP in his stand in Cleveland. I'm going to go foul. I think Mitchell's a really good player. I don't think, you know, I was talking about this with Joey on our last All Things Cavs podcast, folks. I think you can make a case Donovan Mitchell's a top three talent in the Eastern Conference. 
But I think there's just so much good talent in the West. I don't know if he's a top 10 player. He might be. But I think unless he just goes crazy, he's not winning an MVP. I think he's a really good player. I don't think he's MVP level. Okay, that was my third question, I think. Third. Yep, that was my third. All right. The NBA is the most entertaining sport to watch on television. A hundred percent foul. Uh, I think it's the NFL. I think it's football in general. I don't find basketball that entertaining unless you get two really good teams. There's bad basketball. It's unwatchable. Bad baseball. It's unwatchable. Uh, Wrestling is second, I believe, to the NFL and then the NBA. But I would watch bad football. Coach Broncos was entertaining to me. Uh, I just find football entertaining. Uh, I don't think it's as entertaining. Uh, NBA, I don't think it's as entertaining as the NFL. All right. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Without. All right. You ready? Go ahead. Are you sure you are you oh, sure? Man. What is this question going to be? Are you sure? Oh, God. I don't know now. Go ahead. Without Kevin Love. The Cavs do not secure that championship in 2016. Fair. Kevin Love made the the stop to win the game. Should get his number retired. I'm not upset that he's no longer a Cav. I think he's washed now. But Kevin Love, in the regular season and in the postseason, was a big part of that championship team and should always be remembered for it. Okay, I agree. I agree. Are you ready for this one? Do we have one more NBA question? Is this it for the NBA? This is, this is it. This is okay. LeBron James. Back to LeBron, of course. Oh yeah, we're 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 going back to LeBron here. He's a goat. Eh, fair. That is that is. That is not fair. Ask all the 30 to 40-year-olds on Twitter and me. They'll tell you. (laughs) LeBron James played better basketball in his first stay in Cleveland than his second. Foul. Um, I've never seen a player like LeBron in the last four years in Cleveland. That was the best player on the planet. By none. His Miami maybe ordered better defensively. But that LeBron was no regard for human life, could carry a team as the older veteran that he could not do his first time around. LeBron offensively in L.A. is still one of the best basketball players on the planet, but those four years in Cleveland were special, special, goaded-like years from the King, Goat James. I, I, those four years were insane. Can't, can't, I, I won't fault you there, but. Does he have uh, six rings for his fingers yet? Not yet. Yeah, well, uh, did, did Michael face potentially four Hall of Famers in the NBA Finals? Yeah, no, yeah, okay. No, we did not. Yeah, okay. By, by the way, what's, what's have, I, I'm going to ask you a fair or foul question. Okay. Okay? Fair or foul, Draymond Green is a Hall of Famer. Foul. Okay. The reason why I say fair is because everybody in the NBA 
is a Hall of Famer, essentially. Oh, they're, they're going to put freaking Russell Westbrook in the Hall of Fame. Okay, if we're going off that, then fair. But if you're going off of asking me, then it's foul. I wasn't. Draymond's got a case because everybody in basketball gets in the Hall of Fame. Do I think he's a Hall of Famer? No. Do I think a lot of people in the NBA are Hall of Famers that are? No. I I don't think he is. I think without Draymond, they still win championships. I don't know about that, man. He was the absolute glue to that team. He may only score four points a night, but he bothers people. He's got dog in him. Yeah, he definitely does. Okay. Oh, I forgot I wrote this one. Okay, is this an NBA question? Yes. Okay, here we go. So, going back, are you ready for this one? Oh, I'm ready. This is, I wrote this off the tail of what I just asked you because I was wondering about this. LeBron James in Miami was better than his last four, four years. Oh, that is such a good question. Can I not answer this question? I I don't know how to answer this. Uh, it's a tie, okay? No, you have to put by yourself. Oh, or not by yourself. You have to put fair and foul. You know what? I hate to say it. Toughest question I've ever been asked in my life. Uh, so the question is, LeBron was better in Miami, right? Yes. Okay. The only reason why I 0.1% say fair is because he did win defensive player of the year in Miami. He sure won more MVPs in Cleveland. He got robbed in 2017 and 2018, but I think defensively he was a little bit better in Miami than he was in Cleveland. But that uh, is so close. That is so close. That's not even fair. I give it to Miami, Bron, but that's just me. And I'm a Cleveland kid, but I uh, – Miami Bron against Boston. Uh, you got to do a 2K experiment on that. Do the uh, 12-13 Heat against the 2016 Cavs. See which Bron's better. Ooh. Okay. Now, I have I, – again, MLB doesn't market. I don't sit down and watch a lot. But I, I do have one for you. Okay, one fair about This is it, folks, for all the marbles. Bryce Harper will go down as a top five hitter in baseball. God, I don't know. I'm going to say foul. I, I really don't know. How much of a game changer is Bryce Harper? I mean, the Nationals won the World Series without him. Baseball, to me, it's really hard to say there's a great player in baseball because outside of Jose Ramirez, you don't see the difference with, with a lot of teams. Baseball is the ultimate team sport, if you will, where you don't need stars you know, hitting. You need really good productive hitting and really great pitching. Um, I don't know. I think Mike Trout's a great hitter. He's never made the playoffs. So it, it's hard for me to say. That's why I'll go foul. All right. That's all I got for you. All right, well, that was fair or foul, Jalen. We're going to have to go back and tally up how many between buy, sell, or hold, and then fair or foul, or buy, sell, hold, and then fair or foul. I feel like there was a good distribution. Uh, I don't think we did a lot of buys in the buy, sell, or hold version. I think fair or foul was pretty even. Maybe a few more fair than foul, but overall, I really like the questions. I love doing it this live format. 
course, last year, Jaywin gave me the questions and I just answered them. Uh, they were already given to me and I just did a podcast version. But this, we we did it live in a recording where he asked me the questions. I really thought this was awesome. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. So we will make sure to do this again, maybe about five or six months now, maybe right before the, the end of our season. We do a full we do a full fair vow or buy, sell, or hold hour. We want to do it. A full NFL preview doing it this way. How fun would that be? Oh, fair. Okay, I got one for you. Let's wrap it up with this one. All right, let's do it. Fair or foul? The Lions will make the playoffs. I'm going fair. You know what? I I, I will give fair on that because they shoot them in the playoffs this year. Those damn freaking Rams and Baker Mayfield cost them. I love Dan Campbell. I like Jared Goff. I don't think you guys should draft a quarterback. I think you should keep Goff. I think you need to build up your defense. Uh, and I think the Lions, dare I say, second best team in the NFC North because I think Minnesota's taking a step back. And we'll see what Green Bay does, obviously. I don't know if you saw this or I don't remember who I said this to, but I said, how the hell did Baker Mayfield manage to screw me twice? He was on my team. He screwed me. And then when he's on my, he's on my line, he's not even on my lines and he still ruins me. Oh, that's awesome. Jalen. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us again. Thank you, Jalen, for joining us for today's massive recording, but three days of podcast between the interview we had, Buy, sell, or hold, and fair or foul. Love doing it all, Jalen. I appreciate you, my man. Yes, sir. Anytime you want some tough questions, I'm here. Make sure you check out Jalen again on Instagram at jsanvic05. Follow me on Twitter at real underscore beward. You can follow the show there. You can also follow me personally at brandonwoods underscore seven. Jalen, you already know you can check out Brains World on Apple. Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to your podcast, was the video version on our YouTube channel. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.